There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. One one point nine Chai FM. This is Soul to Soul on your radio on a Friday afternoon here in a slightly cool, beautiful Johannesburg. As we get ready for Shabbos Kodesh Parshas Kedoshim Kabbalah Tova. Thank you all for tuning your radios to Chai FM and being part of our show, part of our family. It's an honor and a privilege to have some time with you this week. And as you said, we've uh, passed Rosh Chodesh. ER this week, so we're in the Sphira period, but we also have this week Pasha's Kadeshin, which is an incredibly important Pasha and deals so much with the social interactive relationships between, between people, between families, between individuals, between bosses and employees. And, uh, the kind of the, High point, the central point that we probably speak most about in uh, in in this week's parsha is the very very famous dictum that is the central parsha kedushim and so much attached also to the whole theme of the uh, of the sphera is this dictum of yahafta l'reacha kamoicha love your neighbor as as yourself which is of course such a difficult concept this one really expected to love someone else mamish actually as a as much as a, one loves oneself so so in fact the ramban writes that it can't be meant literally like like yourself and and he, and he proves this in that uh rabbi akiva himself came and taught that hayacha koidman the preservation of one's own life actually proceeds the, the preservation of his friend's life tomorrow in Bob, in Bob Metzia. Therefore, there's a moment where your love of yourself has to take a, 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 a press precedence. So I once saw a, uh, quite a remarkable insight into the, uh, the, the apostle, which is I think quite simple, but, but quite, uh, quite, quite fundamental. You know, if we look at, at human nature, so, no one kind of looks at oneself as an object, you know, just being a piece of furniture or or a pen, unless you unless Chassidim one is a, one is psychotic. So one clearly understands that we have a, a personal makeup, that we are sensitive people, and we are sensitive to other people's uh, uh, criticism. Uh, and we, we have, we have feelings, we have, we have emotions, we have an existence and our, and our presence, uh, uh, almost, almost us and, 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 and beckons us to be, to be acknowledged, to, to be appreciated. We want to feel, we want to feel needed. We want to feel that we have value to ourselves and, and, uh, and to other. And so the, the, the mitzvah to love another person like oneself means that you relate to others, right? And, and be careful to treat them not as objects. And I was trying to understand that they also have feelings 
and sensitivity that, uh, let's say, a spouse needs to feel cherished by, by their spouse, which is a, a, a message that uh, could easily, one could easily convey with actions and perhaps uh, endearing, endearing words of, of, of appreciation. But we need, we need to realize that, let's say, if one has uh, children, so their, their presence also needs to be acknowledged, needs to be given attention, even though one might uh, find oneself in a very crazy kind of a kind of schedule. But just because you don't hear them object to the fact that we're not present, you know, that, uh, that, uh, or you seldom voice any, any kind of a, or gratitude or, or, or sometimes one may be callous and, and insensitive, even if one doesn't object. So it doesn't mean that the other person doesn't feel that they're being treated like an object or just a, just a kind of a carpet you, you step on. The kind of built up, uh, frustration and animosity and hurt are, 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 are the results of maybe not a verbal, but a, a silent objection to being, to being subjected and, and being treated as, as a, as an object. There's a, uh, yeah, just in terms of appreciating, uh, a spouse, there's a, uh, amazing, uh, amazing anecdote. That's a, a kind of a really, a really good, good tool to learn, uh, uh, to appreciate sometimes the things we don't even, we don't even, uh, realize. You know, it's, uh, uh, the anecdote is about a husband who one day returns from, from the office, from work, and opens, and opens the door and takes a look around the house and it looks like a cyclone has just struck. I mean, any item that could possibly defy gravity and, and be on the floor or perhaps defy gravity and, and be levitating somewhere is, is there. There's every bit of clothing is on the floor. The kids are running around like, like maniacs. There's just a general sense of absolute bedlam and, 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 and craziness. And he looks up and, and he sees that his, uh, his dear spouse is sitting on the, on the, on the couch, uh, uh reading, reading a, a book. And, uh, husband obviously, uh, raises his voice and, and wants to, you know, kind of shout, you know, what, what in the world is going, is going, going on here. And, uh, his wife simply, uh, looks up from her book and, and calmly responds to him and says, you know, every day you come home, and you interrogate me. You know, what did I do with my time? You have, you have so much time on your hands. Like, what do you do all day? Well, whatever it is that I do today, I didn't. I didn't do it. Right? Uh, again, again, it's a. Uh, I forget there was one, one, one girl and so that uh, on 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 Lel Shabbos Friday night when he used to open the door and 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 he would say good Shabbos. So he would just kind of stand. At the threshold for a moment and, and kind of stare at the, at the beautifully arranged Shabbos day. Now everything was so masood, everything was so organized and everything was just so, just so beautiful for, for Shabbos. And obviously it's obvious he didn't, you know, when he did that, uh, obviously he didn't look at his wife as just being, uh, his, his, uh, his maid, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, expecting and, and, and being entitled to have a, a clean house and a, and a set table with all the, all the delicious, uh, uh, uh foods for, rather, he understood that this, this woman is, uh, is esteemed in his eyes and a true, a true Bas Yisrael and a true, uh, Eze Kenegda and, and he tried to make her feel as special and as cherished as, uh, yeah, as the Shabbos, uh, Queen, the Shabbos Malachim, that he had just brought home with him from, from, uh, from, uh, from Shul. Um, there was a story on Torah about, uh, about Rav Hutner. Rav Hutner was really, uh, older and he wasn't, uh, wasn't so well. And he received a phone call from, uh, from someone who wanted, uh, wanted to know if he was up to, uh, to having, to having visitors. So, uh, Rav Hutton uh, sensed that this person, you know, wasn't really coming to visit him because it wasn't something that was that, that was that close. They didn't have such a relationship. He, he felt that, uh, it was motivated by this person's desire to, you know, to, to, to grab another, another, another mitzvah as, uh, you know, this, this person was perhaps what, what, what you might want to call a, a frumer who wants to do mitzvah. So Rav Hutton kind of told him quite sharply and straight that, uh, no, he didn't need him to come because he didn't want to serve as his, I think the term we use as his chepzah shomitzah, as his object, as his uh, medium for this person just to be able to fulfill a, uh, uh, the mitzvah of, uh, of, of Bikachayim. So that we see a, a demonstration, even when it comes to ruchnis. So even then, one is not allowed to treat people as, as, as objects, but rather to see the value and they're not just uh, tools for fulfilling a, a mitzvah, but, but they're valuable things. We'll come back in a minute with a little more discussion. This is 101.9 Chai FM, Soul to Soul, on the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. One one point nine High FM. This is Soul to Soul. We're back on your radio here in Johannesburg on a Friday afternoon, as we always do at this time. The just the important details for this uh, this coming Shabbos. Uh, the latest time for lighting Shabbos candles this afternoon is at 14 minutes past 5, 5.14. Shkia is at 5.32. And Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at 4 minutes past 6 at 6.04. Hope you're keeping up with the, uh, the Sphira count. If you, uh, hadn't last night we counted the, uh, 20. So if you haven't yet done it, you can still catch up and do it and do it today for those keeping up with the, uh, Pirkei Ovas. This week we'll read the second chapter of, uh, of, of, uh, Pirkei Ovas. And, uh, just to point out that although, uh, this week we're reading Parshas Kedoshim, the two Parshas are not together. We read Achremus last week and we Kedoshim this week. The Haftarah we're going to read tomorrow is, in fact, the Haftarah of Parshas Acharemos, which begins with the words and is probably the shortest Haftarah in the, uh, in the Torah, but still very, very essential, very, uh, interesting and worthy of, 
of, of study. Just a, a, a closing word, perhaps a, a little bit of a deeper understanding of the, of this mitzvah of Yahavt Lorecha Kamecha, uh, 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 can be learned perhaps from the, from the beginning of the same, the same Pasuk. The Pasuk starts by says, not, not to take revenge, not to, not to bear a grudge, and then to love your friend as, as yourself. And in fact, the, uh, the Sefer Achinuch, in, in Mitzvah 241 writes that any tsar, any, any difficulty, any challenge that one experiences, we have to understand, comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because of whatever, whatever miscues, whatever Averus we've done, we deserve certain suffering. Therefore, taking revenge on someone for what he did to you is in fact a, a, a distortion. For it is any anything that happened to you is really happening to you because Hakadosh Baruch Hu caused one that one that pain. Uh, uh said that uh, when when he heard that uh, Shimi Ben Gera had uh, had cursed him, so he says, "Leave him alone," because it wasn't Shimi Ben Gera who cursed him; it was Hakadosh Baruch Hu is really is really uh, uh, cursing me, and he is merely just the the shiliach, just the uh, just the agent. And, uh, you know, look at the, look at the tremendous pain and suffering that Yosef's brothers caused him, caused him by sending him, uh, to Mitzrayim and, and how much pain was caused to his father, his father Yaakov. But yet when, when, uh, Yosef reveals himself to his brother, he says, It's not you who sent me a kielakim. It's Baruch Hu, who, uh, who, uh, who sent me, he, un- he understood, right? He actually explains of saying that, that if someone embarrasses a person publicly, you should actually thank him and bow down to him in gratitude. Why? Because being the, uh, shaliach of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so you're now spared, or oh, any kind of, uh, any kind of terrible suffering by, by instead experiencing the, the embarrassments and through what this person caused. You've, you, it's a definite win and definite gain for, for, for you. Um, Baal Shem writes that, uh, all the events that happen in one's, uh, area, in one's, uh, one's environment, so are merely a, 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 a mirror that reflects the person himself. And if a person, God forbid, receives pain or hurt from other people, he should know it's just mirroring his own, his own shortcomings. So therefore, perhaps you can interpret the Pasuk to mean the following. It says, Do not take revenge or, or, uh, or, uh, hate. Or called a grudge against someone who hurt or pained you, or rather, the Ahavta Rather, you should uh, you should uh, embrace and hug and 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 and, uh, and cherish the Lareacha. Perhaps he says rather than Reacha is translated as as friend. Maybe it comes from the word Ra. Hates the the bad whatever pain that was done to you, and the reason being because Kamaycha. Because the bad that happens is only kind of mirroring your own uh, uh, bad that unfortunately we all we all possess. The pain is 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 kamaycha. 
It's it's sort of something that's that's matim. It's it, it's fitting for your actions and your and your misconduct, and you get emancipated. You become redeemed from that through all the through this through the shiliach. You're getting a punishment here. You're getting a suffering here, and that saves you from much much greater. So how do I know that this is in fact the reality? Says the pasuk at the end, Ani Hashem. Right? As, as, as the pasuk says, that uh, everything comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So Shemayim es Oretz Ani Malei. Right? I fill the Shemayim and the and the Oretz. Nothing can happen without Hakadosh Baruch Hu's willing it to 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 occur. So now we understand why the next pasuk then goes on and talks about the prohibition of of Kilayim. Of mixing together, you can't mix together animals, you can't mix together plants, you can't mix together seeds, uh, uh, and the, and again, the Sefer Achinuch and the Ramban both write that, again, this teaches us that everything is from Hashem. Every, Gemara says that every single blade of grass has a malach that uh, hits it every day and commands it to grow. What does man think? You can just sort of come along and 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 uh, and and change and change creation. Why, 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 why are you going to mix things? Why are you trying to to mutch in and 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 alter and and uh, and deviate from Hakadosh Baruch Hu's plan? So too, when something bad happens to you, one uh, you need to do a a a a a cheshbonevish. You need to do a a very serious introspection and come to realize that it's not man. Who is, who is messing up and, and interfering with, with, with the creation and is causing you in your, in your, in your area, this unwarranted, uh, pain and, and, uh, you know, out of, out of, out of nothing, out of, out of the, out of the blue. But rather, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu who is sending a Malach, who is a Shaliach of his in the form of, of this person who he commands Right? Him to, to, to hit me or to insult me or to embarrass me or to cause any kind of loss of money or to lose a, a shidduch. All that comes, comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Only because you need some, some type of a, 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 a of a tikkun. And Baruch Hashem? That's what, that's Ani Hashem. I am Hashem. Right? I'm, I'm a real Baruchim. I have such compassion who brings you whatever you need, any kind of tikkun in this world so that you'll merit even even the greater rewards in in the in in the world to come, and that's why the word perhaps uh, uh, kilayim has the same gematria as the word emuna, because you have to realize there's no 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 one's interfering, no one's messing up. Everyone is simply doing the 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 rotsen the rotsen baruch hu, and no one can do any harm to anyone else unless the rabbi Shalom wills the same to happen to that uh, to that somebody. We're going to come back with a few words on. The halachas of, of Tuchumen. Don't run away. This is 11.9 Chai FM. Stay with us. There are 39 milachot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos only on 101.9 Chai FM. This is Soul to Soul on your radio on a Friday afternoon. Thank you for making us part of your preparation. I hope you are progressing 
neatly and nicely and calmly towards Shabbos, as it is we are in the middle of winter, and Shabbos is getting quite early, but we need to sort of change our operating strategy and make sure we have everything ready in in uh, in time. So we've been talking about the laws of the Tchum of, of Shabbos, about how far one's allowed to leave one's area on 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 the Shabbos day. Okay, so let's begin the discussion of what happens if a person does, God forbid, intentionally or unintentionally, leave the area where one is allowed to walk on a, on on a Shabbos. And I guess attached to that also, what happens if items uh, arrive in your area from without the the tchum on uh, on uh, on on Shabbos? What does one do? What is the situation in in these in these cases? So the halacha says that if someone goes out of the uh, of the tchum and doesn't make difference whether he did it on on purpose or whether it was just you know, he kind of lost control of time and space and didn't realize he had stepped beyond the 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 boundary, so. That's it. Once he's violated Latchum, he loses the ability to travel and is is limited to the four Amas immediately surrounding him. Four Amas, we said, is approximately uh, 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 two two meters, and that's uh, a quote from the Shulchan Aruch itself in in Simon in Simon Tough 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 Hay. Now, okay, that's a problem. You're stuck in one area. <laughs> A person has certain uh, bodily needs. What is what is do if, in that case if he needs uh, needs to relieve himself? So Chazal uh, uh, allow him to walk to a place where he has privacy, where he'll be able to do what he has to do in uh, in uh, in private, and then he can you know move a little bit away from from that uh, place to a point where he can no longer. Uh, a smell, uh, the, the, the odor that was, uh, that was, uh, that was there, because obviously, even though he's stuck out there, he's still gonna have to, uh, daven on, on, on Shabbat and, and, uh, say brachot, and, and halacha says that you can't do that in the, in the proximity of bad, of bad smells, so he's allowed to move out of range of, uh, of, of that, but once he reaches that point, again, that becomes his, his fixed, his fixed location for the rest of Shabbos, and he cannot move from there more than more than four hours, more than the two meters in in any in any di- direction. Uh, if he left his tchum of, of Shabbos and arrived a pl- in a place that is surrounded—that's not an open area, but it's a place that's surrounded by by walls or even another area that actually has. Uh, uh, an Eruv, then, then, then it makes a difference. If he left his area on purpose, so then, even though he's now in another, another Tachumd area or another walled area, he's only allowed the four Amas where he realizes that he's gone too far, he freezes there and he has the four Amas in every direction. And uh, even if he realizes that he stepped out of his Tachum and he's actually inside a house, even there he's limited to two meters in every direction even within within the house. If however he left inadvertently 
or if he left because he was forced to, to, uh, to leave. So then, in that situation, uh, if he ends up in a place that is surrounded by walls, so the Shulchan Aruch says he can walk anywhere within that walled, that walled area on, uh, on, uh, on, on Shabbos. Uh, if obviously he's going for a mitzvah, if he left his tchum in order to, to let's say save a, save a life, so there there was a special enactment made by Chazal that whenever he finishes doing whatever he does, when he finishes his act of mercy, his his act of uh, of uh, of life of life uh, 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 saving, so uh, in that situation. Where, 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 where he's now done. So he's given 2,000 amas in every direction that he's allowed to, that he's allowed to, uh, uh, walk. And if, uh, where he is now, where he's gone to save life, if the 2,000 amas that he's given then overlap with his original 2,000 amas that he had when he started Shabbos, then he can go all the way back to his, uh, to his, uh, to his house and, uh, he can, Return to home as if he never ever left his uh he left his uh his his house at at all, and and sometimes they're even beyond that. Chazal were were lenient and allowed a person to go back to go back to his uh to his to his place, such as let's say uh, if he may have another situation and needs to be accessible, then he can he's allowed to. Go home. Okay, I'm being told that I've overstayed my welcome, so I'll take the opportunity to just thank each and every one of you for being part of our radio family, part of our show today, and wish each and every one of you a warm, toasty, comfortable, beautiful Shabbos together with family and loved ones. And please just keep learning Torah, keep growing, keep being inspired. And I want to take this great chance to wish each and every one of you a good Shabbos.